welcome to Oh My Lit. This is Tanuja. And I am Rosa. Welcome. Hi, Rosa. How are you doing? I've had a nap. <laughs> yeah, you just woke up from a nap. I'm so I'm so happy to be speaking to you, bestie. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. I wasn't expecting this. I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel like I, we haven't spoken in a while. Yeah, same. We're going to talk about uh, traveling because we want yes. to travel more. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I can't believe it, but 2022, I didn't travel anywhere. And during the pandemic, it was my yeah. biggest sort of, once this shit is over, I'm going to be on a plane. I'm going to go. I don't know where, but I'm going to go. And then, you know, this particular country's embassy went on strike <laughs> indefinitely, they said. And my travel plans were just squashed. I blame yeah. you, Rosa. I blame you. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know that I've also had so many issues with traveling lately, so do not dare. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You have also suffered at the hands of your people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, embassies should all burn to the ground, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's just imagine there are no borders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, we don't have the royalties. <laughs> oh shit! Well, my singing is so bad. Nobody's gonna clap. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, as as you know, I wanted to travel, uh, and I wanted to take advantage of being on mat leave to be able to go back home and like be pampered and taken care of. And my son has no papers as of yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Your son belongs to the like the entire planet. Yeah, yeah, we're citizens of the world. <laughs> did did you know that if a woman gives birth on a plane when it's up in the air, if they're on international waters, they can choose whatever countries are there, any nationality for their child, and that child has free travel on that particular airline. Now that cannot be. Are you joking? I I have no idea if it's verified information or not. It could, might as well have been a joke. But why would somebody tell me that joke? Like, I've just heard it way too many times from different people. Is that why they don't let you travel when you're, like, almost to the point <laughs> of... <laughs> yeah, it's very rare. I think that's why the payoff is so good, because it's so rare for somebody to give birth in a plane. No, no, I don't yeah. think they let you travel from six months in advance. Exactly, you're not meant to. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. yet, yet, there have been plain babies. No, I've been <laughs> plain babies. Oh, God. I would. Now, I feel like that would be, like, your origin story if you're, like, a nomad. And you're like, yeah, yeah, dude, I was born on a plane. I was meant to fly. <laughs> oh, God, I can't see. I can just He's He's a white dude with dreadlocks. Um, <laughs> I was imagining the same thing. <laughs> and a lot of that is money, but he says that he's self-made. Yeah, that's gnarly, dude. <laughs> that's him. Hey, we've got no, we've got we've got nothing against surfers. They're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my friends are uh, surfers. <laughs> Yeah, some of my friends are surfers. They're fine. They're fine. Um, anyway, we're starting this episode. It's about travel, traveling, dreams of traveling. Um, first question, Rosa. 
which we already know the answer of. <laughs> Where do you want to travel next? <laughs> Rosa literally showing me the middle finger on the screen right now. <laughs> you see, dear listener, one was supposed to go to Spain in April last year and thought, no, I'm very pregnant. I will be very tired. It's okay. Because as soon as I have mm. a baby, I'll go to Spain and I'll spend a lot of time there with my family. What has happened is uh, my son doesn't have any papers <laughs> because the Spanish yeah. embassy is um, special. Let's say that. Um, yeah. And since the Spanish embassy is special, I had to... Uh, <laughs> myself over and stay here yep. since it, I, I haven't been able to go back to Spain since last year December oh my so, god that's a long time next place that I'm gonna travel and I already have the tickets even though baby doesn't have papers yet wishful thinking projecting everything yeah yeah, <laughs> and then it, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll happen this year this is the year Leo becomes Spanish <laughs> the next place I'm gonna travel is Spain so Leo can meet his great-grandparents in person great great get sorry yeah. yeah. And what about you, Tanu? Where are you planning to travel next? <laughs> so last year, I wanted to travel to this special place called Spain. And because <laughs> the embassy is so special, they went on strike. And whenever I would call them, they would say they're on an indefinite strike. I didn't even know there was such a thing. And yeah. they stayed on strike for four months. I gave up calling after two months. So... yeah. Hey, Spanish embassy. Yeah, somebody <laughs> at them. I'm going to try to travel to Spain in April. Like, wish me luck. Are you joking? Is it in April? What days? My birthday is 4th April. I'm going on the big break on the, from the 7th to the 10th. I thought, like, maybe we're in Spain at the same time. What is happening? I don't know if I'm going on the 4th, but I will be going in April. So yeah. wh why is there a big break on 7th, 10th? It's like the Easter break. Oh, I thought you were talking about the public, the bank holiday, which is in May, because that's also good. Everybody is listening. Get all your bank holidays on calendar, mark it now and book your holidays. That's yep. a race. Yeah. Buy the tickets yesterday. Okay. Um, Tell me what recommendation do you have for us? What's your first book? So my first book has to do with this that we were talking about, Spain. <laughs> Spain. Of course. My dude, <laughs> I I have been missing home a lot and I have been talking about going back home a lot. But as you know, my partner is Nigerian and he's worried yeah. about the racism in Spain, which is normal that he's worried yeah. about it because it's Spain. And I love my place and I love Spain, but it's, uh, it's our problematic fave. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking for books to recommend and I came upon this book that I haven't read, but I'm really looking forward to read, that is called King Gigafpato uh, by Laurie L. Thraps. Um, Sorry, can I just pause you? Can I just yeah. interrupt and say, like, that's the best name. King Gigafpato. Like, Ever. that is the best name. <laughs> There's actually, okay, little bracket here. There's actually a comic author back in Spain that is she's called Gazpacho Agridulce. I'll put her down in the description. She's amazing. <laughs> Uh, she is second generation Chinese immigrant in Spain. Her parents oh, had wow. a Chinese restaurant in Spain, and so that's why she's called like Gazpacho 
agridulce. Agridulce is a bittersweet, like the kind of uh, sauce that you use in Chinese kitchen. Like the sweet and sour. Oh. Yeah, sweet and sour, sweet and sour, that's it. Yeah, oh, that's lovely. Her comics are so fun. I'm gonna attack her because she is so funny. But yeah, Kinky Gaspacho is a book that talks mm. about this girl from Milwaukee, from the States, that grew obsessed with Spain and wanted to visit it. And as soon as she visited, she said like, oh, this is not the place to be. Because, as we have said, uh, Spain can be quite racist. Obviously, I haven't been to Spain yet, but I've yeah. heard about it. But I also yeah. have a black friend from, like, a friend from Spain who's black. Mm-hmm. His name is Lars. Yeah. When I knew him, like, when we hung out, I never knew about the whole racism in Spain. Yeah. I mean, it, of course, depends on where you're at. So in the big cities, you will not have as much travel as in small towns. But Kins always tells the same story. Like when he came for Christmas with my family for the first time, he came to Medellin. Mm. Medellin is in Extremadura that is almost touching Portugal. And it's the tiniest little town. The tiniest little town. He was the only black person there. Oh, damn. And he got stared down. And the same thing happens when he comes to my hometown. I'm from Castellón, which is also a little town in Valencia. So everyone is like looking at him like it's not that he's the only black person there but they're not used to seeing black people when i was growing up we had there was a black boy in my class that was adopted there was a chinese girl in my class that was adopted but we didn't have like many immigrants many Mm. non-white immigrants right right okay so the author addresses that racism that she must have she addresses that racism but she ends up marrying a Spaniard. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it's also a love story. It is. It's live, love, laugh and eat a lot of paella in Spain. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to eat so much paella when I go to Spain. Where are you going? I'm going to Barcelona. Okay, you may eat paella there, but I'll tell you where to eat it. <laughs> okay, tell me. Okay, fine. Come on, don't be don't be a giddy. Don't be a tourist, please. I'll tell you where yeah, to eat. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm going to be a tu- I'm literally going to be a tourist. I can't be anything else but a tourist in Spain. Like, it's it's just going to be like that. You'll just have to make me an educated and informed tourist. That's all the most I can be. I'll do that and I'll make you a list of places to go. People, yes. paella doesn't have seafood, okay? We're gonna fight. Yes, it doesn't. Does it have chicken and chorizo? Because I also like that paella. I know. <laughs> sorry, 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 Rosa. I didn't know. Why do you hate me? <laughs> sorry. I didn't, I didn't know. Sorry. Mira, I know. Eh, I'm trying not to swear. O sea, don't play with me. <laughs> we are on a podcast, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's. <laughs> Paella doesn't have chorizo. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I will. I will take notes. Okay, afterwards, I'll take after God. the podcast. I'll take notes. <laughs> so yeah, Kinky Gaspacho. I'm very excited and to read yes, this book. <laughs> lovely book. <laughs> Yes, I I think that sounds amazing. I will also give it a read before I go to Spain. Okay, I'll send it your way also. But what about you? What do you want to travel apart from going to Barcelona? Well, definitely go back to India at some point because 2022, I refused to go to India just because I spent like six months in lockdown with my parents and I was like, kind of enough. I need a break. (laughs) So um, I am going to have to show my face sooner or later this year. But I have friends who live in Goa and it's one of my favorite holiday destinations. Goa is 
I mean, I can keep talking about it all podcast long. Like, I'm not going to do that. But in brief, it's beaches, shacks, Portuguese, Indian mixed history, museums, churches. It's the whole deal. Like, it's just like amazing. They have seafood there like a lot. Oh, I would recommend <laughs> seafood. <laughs> um, but I remember I remember being on a beach, like just sitting with my friends and this guy comes and he, from a shack and he's like, you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And then he's like, okay, I'll, what do you want? I'm like, what? Like, yeah, no, we'll come to the shack. We'll order something. He's like, do you want fish? And I was like, yeah, of course. That's what we're going to have. He literally like goes into the sea, catches some red snapper and then comes back. And after an hour or something, he, and I literally get it. He's like, okay, give me half an hour. So it's half an hour, like from water to table. Okay. And I get it so That's fresh. Crazy. It's just amazing. Everything is like reasonably priced as well. If you don't go in December, cause December is like the peak period. And I've just had a lot of like my friends move to Goa now. So I actually am like a semi tourist where I go hang out with them and they take me to all the non-touristy spots and they're like oh, lots good. of like these little bars and little like I can't call them pubs but they have a pub like feel but also bars in alleyways that are only known to like the residents there and then there's like North Goa which is very touristy for all the tourists but it's, it's all good fun all around I cannot recommend it enough I will take you to Goa Rosa you're gonna love it anything that has a beach like I am so there of course and i and there's one beach in south goa where you can see all the starfish and they like crawl on your legs on your feet and oh, stuff and it's so cute yeah little starfish delightful and do you have a recommendation for us yes i do i mean it has nothing to do with goa at all but <laughs> <laughs> there is no segue to this like you had but i would love to recommend around the world in 80 trains if you guys love traveling by trains or just experiencing different countries but not have the whole convenience of yeah. an airplane <laughs> i love this book by monisha rajesh around the world in 80 trains and it's actually so cute i would love to do like a mini version of this someday so she and her then fiance basically hop on trains and go to like canada russia it's like she gets on like um simplon orient express i think it's called and she like tibet so she she does like different basically different countries and different regions and she travels like eastward. So from after London, she goes to like Russia, Mongolia, North Korea, Canada and Kazakhstan and more. Wow. So, yeah, and all on trains. And it's it's a fun story basically of like t obviously traveling the world through her eyes, but also the fact that she and her fiance are on a train. You get to have more conversations like they met up people, they exchange stories I kind of like reading stuff like that because I have been that, you know, had great, amazing conversations with complete strangers. I feel like that's that's going to be a good read for people who love that. I absolutely love traveling by train because I hate going to an airport and having to be so far away from the city. Like it takes you the whole day to get to the airport, go to the city, pass the controls, like the passport controls. So I absolutely adore traveling by train and just being left in the middle of a city. Love trains. Absolutely adore trains. I, I used to travel by trains as a kid, but I didn't, I think I stopped after like, I just felt trains were really unsafe. 
I think this obviously was in India. Uh. Felt like they were really crowded and really unsafe. And then I just never dared to like, I would only do bus or plane. And then I yeah. stopped trains completely. But I would love to, if there's like a, like a particular express, you know, where it's like a lovely experience, just going, just the train travel itself. Doesn't matter what destination you go to when it's like an Orient Express or something like that. I would love to get that experience because I feel like that's great. I've read it in books. It just has like a throwback to yesteryears traveling. Like I would love for that fantasy. To yesteryears. That's so cute. <laughs> yesteryears. I love that. Was yeah. Where are you going to travel next? I would actually love to go to Nigeria because my partner is from yeah. there and I've never been. And I would like to stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> that you would. <laughs> yeah, I would. Which uh, is okay. I'm really. I really want to visit Nigeria one day. Are you going to Lagos or Lagos? I would love to go to Lagos, but my partner is from Benin, so I would also like to visit Benin so I can see like where he grew up and all that stuff. It would be lovely to be mm. there. And I would like also love to take baby so he could see like where his roots are. And yeah, I I it I think it would be a great uh, trip. Also, Lagos is so cosmopolitan and so filled with people and incredible places. And the food, Rosa. I know. The food I think the I best part about traveling is the food. Like, yes, it's to Ups. see the ruins Ups. and the architecture and the people. Yes, yes, yes. But also, yeah, like, yeah. the yeah. food. But you can the eat. food. You yes. can eat. <laughs> and it's amazing. Local. And I will have meat pies every day. And and, and suya and, and uh, chin forever. And it's going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm so excited to go to Nigeria. This is a fantastic segue for me to my next book. And that is Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. A love of my life. Call me, please call me. Why don't you call her? Why don't you email her to be on the podcast? I would. Invite her on. Die. I don't know how to tell you this. I, know I would die if I was able to personally talk to Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Like I would be a puddle i don't think i, I yeah basically <laughs> she'll come on the podcast and she'll just see your screen frozen but it's not frozen you're frozen <laughs> you'll just be like uh i don't know what to say <laughs> say mama not the steven <laughs> yeah no i don't think it's a good look on it <laughs> so but this book is incredible it's not actually a travel book it's more of an immigration book but immigrating is also traveling Yes. Americana talks about this couple that they immigrate to separate places. He goes to London and she ends up in the United States. And they both have very different experiences, both traumatic and good at some points, but very different experiences. And they both end up going back to Nigeria. So there's kind of um, an element of travel in the going back to Nigeria and rediscovering your own country that I really love about that book. Mm. It's a gorgeous book. It's one of my favorites uh, by Chimamanda. Chimamanda, call me. It's not going to work for you either. I am I am putting it out there in the universe, okay? Which, it's, called, it's called wishful thinking. Eh? That's not how manifesting works. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have an affair with her. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. I have a similar book actually. Well not too similar, but 
I wanted to recommend The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. It was very popular last year. And as you know, I'm a sucker for good covers. And both the covers mm-hmm. for Vanishing Half were like great. Stunning. But this is about two sisters. They're twins. And they both grow up in like this sort of small town southern community. Like a black community. And they mm-hmm. run away at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. But many years later... One sister is living in a completely different town and the other one is stayed in the same southern town. Yeah. And it's basically charting their lives and their ancestors' lives, like multiple generations through like from the deep south to California and how each sister has like influenced the others, but also how their past has influenced their present. I wanted to include this in the travel episode. It's not just about travel or different locations. It's really about displacement of when you don't belong and then you find your people. Of course, it explores themes of race, of overcoming your own generational traumas. But it's also, for me, like a story about where you come from and Mm. how a community or culture of one place can influence you. Because that's something I feel is what we travel for anyway. It's like being a tourist is just trying to get the essence of a place that truly only the locals can understand and you just get a sliver of it unless like you end up living there for years Mm -hmm. I remember when I came here and I did not have any any idea whether I was going to stay in London or how long I was going to be here if I compare like the first two years of my life here to now it's such a huge difference now I almost feel feel like a kinship towards this country Mm -hmm. whereas in the first two years even though I I was technically living as a local it also felt like this is not my place and I'm just staying here for my education and I'm just staying here because I got a job and so on and now if I look back I've created a space for myself and I've yeah And I'm part of the culture and I'm part of the zeitgeist and I'm part of London and I feel it much more strongly and it's it's a completely different person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Yeah. I I think that's something something beautiful that happens when a tourist decides to stay. (laughs) I love I love that thing you just said because it it's so true. It's very beautiful when you become part of the city. I felt it so much here when we moved to this neighborhood that there's people that say hi to me in the street. There's people yeah. that know me, the fishmonger uh, knows what I like to order and he always gives me like recommendations and fresh fish and the neighbors downstairs, the convenience store, they know my name, they know baby, they ask about kids whenever he's not there. It's so beautiful when you form yeah. part of a city and mostly when it's a city like this one, it's the tiniest yeah. bit crazy. <laughs> but that links so well with my next recommendation that I'm just gonna jump through uh, because I wanted to recommend my favorite book of last year Mm -hmm. this is like a tall order my favorite book of last year was Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers right you haven't seen it you never mentioned it last year I'm surprised I cannot have not mentioned it it's impossible impossible I was so obsessed with it okay I will be checking it out. It's a lesbian story. I mentioned it so much. I was so obsessed with it because it's the loveliest like coming of age story of this young girl 
that uh, graduates from astrophysics and realize that she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. She's always oh been like God. the perfect student, the perfect daughter, the perfect friend, the perfect girl. And she ends up spending one weekend in Vegas. And we all know what happens in Vegas. She marries another girl. <laughs> well, that's not what I was going That's what that's happens not what I was Yeah, that's true. But that's not what I was thinking. I, literally, when you said, you know what, you know, we know what happens in Vegas. I'm like, yeah, it stays in Vegas. <laughs> she no. wrote a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a book about it. She marries another girl. And she cannot remember who the girl is. So she starts oh, investigating. No. Yeah. And she ends up finding her in New York. So she travels to New York to meet this person and falls in love with her all over again. It's so beautiful because they're such different people. And when you have like the comparison between one and the other, they just fit so well because they are so different. And it's a travel book in the sense that she travels to New York to find this girl and she goes to Florida where her mom lives. And she more than traveling to different places she's just looking for herself and it's such a beautiful book that is beautiful that mm-hmm. is beautiful i will read it and i that's another thing about traveling right like you kind of end up finding yourself yeah that's a whole another episode i think cuz there's so many book recommendations of people going and finding themselves on travels well Tell me what was like your craziest or like the most fun travel story. I think because I've traveled a lot, but mostly to visit family. My cousin lived for the longest time in Belgium. So we ended up going to Belgium a lot. And I've been to Paris. I've been to Germany. I've been to a lot of places in Europe. Uh, But I think that my funniest story is when I went to Amsterdam, actually. Yeah. And I was working in coffee. So I had a, a, yeah, I was already a barista and I was already like obsessed with coffee. So I had like a little list of coffee places to go. But of course, everyone thought that I meant puff, puff, coffee. When I, what I actually meant was gluck, gluck, coffee. Uh (laughs) Wait, what do you mean puff, puff, coffee? Why is that called coffee? Oh, like a cafe. Yes. Yes. Those are called cafes. So when I told everyone, like, oh, my God, I have the greatest, like, cafe list in Amsterdam. Everyone wanted it. Turns out what I had was the greatest espresso bar list in Amsterdam. And no one wanted that. And I was still so excited about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did people were like, yeah, give us this list. And when they saw the list, they're like, this is not what we had in mind. Everyone was disappointed. I had a blast and was hyper-caffeinated for a bit, which was great for me. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I've always loved speaking to, like, strangers when I'm traveling, you know, or other tourists. So that's that's been a lot of fun. But I think my most, like, memorable trip was to Belfast. Mm -hmm. I went with, like, all my uni friends and everybody was from a different country, like, all international students. And we found this really kind man who was a tourist guide for this one person and he saw us like walking about like no clue where we're going and he's like oh do you want a tour and he gave us a tour of everything like Bobby Sands the prisons like Belfast history we even like entered the prison that Bobby Sand was in and he like 
shut the door behind us. No. Yeah, you actually feel what they felt because, because like that prison door mm. is like heavy, and it was. I mean, I kind of cried on mm. that tour because I could, I I could sort of relate to like a civil war in a city between two different. Well, in Belfast, two different factions of the same religion. But I've also seen that happen in India, mm. like between two different religions. When he told us about different, like what buildings and what happened here and what happened there, and then obviously I bought a lot of books. So it was like. <sighs> turning out to be a really nice informative trip yeah and then at night everybody wanted to go out for a drink and for some reason i got lost i was late at night i didn't know where my hostel was and i didn't know where my friends were and they were in some restaurant or pub but i went back to that pub and i didn't see them and i kind of panicked and i saw these guys and they looked like a lot of trouble right they they were just mm-hmm. there menacingly and they like shaved heads they look like skinheads to me I, I don't know like they just look trouble but I couldn't find anyone else on that street I was getting late obviously I judged them by how they looked but also I was scared phone was dying and it was like all sorts of like I just I was just at a stranger's mercy and they were like yes yeah, sit, sit with us and I was like oh my god what's happening and they yep. chilled with me, they got me food, oh, but you will take me back to my hostel, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then there was this cop car that came by and they're like, oh, shit, shit, we oh. gotta go, we gotta go. And I was like, what? But they can help, what? And I'm like, why are you running from the cops? And they're like, no, 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 I'll get into this park. And, and I'm like, what am I doing? No. Yeah. And so we went into the park and trust me, I was like, I was like 19 or something. And I was like, okay, whatever whatever happened no you followed them yeah it was so like it was like a second thing they just went like get into the park and i'm like why and we are in the park like which is right behind us and they're like oh the cop car i'm like what why would you hide from the cops what's going on and i was like you're you're taking me back to the hostel right they're like yeah you've had food are you feeling okay now because i was shivering and i was just like really cold so they're like are you feeling okay and i'm like yeah and they dropped me to the hostel so they actually basically took care of me these guys are sound but i don't know why they're running away from the cops <laughs> no no my, my first thought is like oh this is where tano died but i'm very happy <laughs> you didn't clearly not i'm sitting in front of you <laughs> i don't know i don't know your life tano you could be a ghost <laughs> but yeah i think that was like my most you know weird story <laughs> I still laugh about it because my unconscious bias was right. They were trouble, but just by the fact that they were trying to hide from the police, but they were not the tr- the kind of trouble that would put me in trouble. They were helpful citizens of Belfast as well. <laughs> One of my biggest fears when I was pregnant, um, this sounds horrible, but was having a daughter just because of all the problems that you can have, like traveling alone, going alone down the street, being alone at night just all those things like it scared me so much yeah i've I've heard that from a couple of my friends who are mommies now but yeah like one of them was like ah, uh-uh, i don't want to bother with it i want a boy and i'm like why personally if i were to ever have a kid i want a daughter i wanted the daughter so badly but it was one of the things that scared me a lot about having a yeah. daughter like because i've always loved traveling and i've always wanted to travel alone but i've never i've never dared to do it because i th- always thought it's just so dangerous you know a big part of travel that it can be unsafe for women in a lot of countries and places and Women traveling by themselves and going on solo trips is <laughs> always hard. 
uh, there are communities online that sort of vet people and let each other know, like women who let each other know which places are safe to travel. But speaking mm-hmm. of which, my I met my friend last week and she is going on an amazing trip. She's going to be traveling for almost a year and she's going with her two nice. friends and they're visiting more than 10 countries. Like they're going to be traveling the entire year. And I tried to memorize her, her itinerary. She starts from... Sri Lanka, then Australia, New Zealand, then she goes to somewhere in Asia. Wait, I think she goes to Singapore, (laughs) Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Taiwan, Philippines, Indonesia, Bali, Japan, Canada, and then East Coast and West Coast, and then comes back to the UK. And I was like, everybody was like, girl, you're going to get murdered. And then some people were like, (laughs) yay, make sure you don't get murdered in US. And somebody was like, make sure you don't get murdered in the Philippines. So everybody had different concerns when they were like talking to her because she said, oh, I'm going to stay for free with this guy that we met online. He has a restaurant. And then half of them were like, no, do not get murdered. And I was like, oh, he sounds nice. So, (laughs) oh, she told us about the guy. He's like a restauranter and all he wants them to do is like host a British pub quiz at his restaurant. And he's like the 60 year old guy. I was like, okay, this is giving me um, serial killer vibes. <laughs> See, for, like, it's just different reactions. Like for you and for most of the people that met her, they were like, don't go. And I was like, that sounds neat. And then the minute she said she's going to US, I was like, don't get murdered on a road trip. <laughs> and for some people that was like, yeah, oh, wow, a road trip in America sounds amazing. Uh, so it's almost like we have different perceptions of like what's going to be safe or unsafe. Yeah, but we all said you're going to get murdered. Different In different places, the common denominator yeah. is still getting murdered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the common thread was don't get murdered. <laughs> anyway, I wish her the very best. Yeah. I have one last recommendation, by the way. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit like Vanishing Half in the sense that it's also about two sisters. But this is wildly different. The book is called Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo. Mm-hmm. I really liked it because it shows two different, like two people who belong to the same family, again, raised by two different cultures. Yeah. Two half sisters. One of them lives in US and the other one lives in Dominican Republic. And their dad, who visits the other person in the summer, basically dies in a plane crash. That's the loss, basically, that begins in the book. It's not a spoiler. Camino and Yaira, who are like the half sisters, end up meeting each other in Dominican Republic. And they're completely different personalities, right? From different places. They don't really like each other, mm-hmm. but they end up developing a sisterly bond. But it shows Dominican Republic and New York in a lens through like family situations, which I thought was lovely. That's very lovely. I would I love really to like go that. to Dominican Republic, by the way. I've read about it so many Ooh. times in so many books. It sounds like such a lovely place. I love Latin America. I was in Argentina when I was very little. Yeah. And it's always like had a very heavy weighed in my life it's, it was very lovely and I would love to go to Dominican Republic I would love to go to Puerto Rico to yeah. Argentina too. let's do a road trip through all Latin America alone so we can get murdered somewhere <laughs> oh my god my friend taught in Colombia like he taught English in Colombia for like a few years and he has a time of his life I'm very jealous of people who get to travel so easily being Indian I have to get a visa for going to the yeah. city dude 
any like most of the countries I have to get a visa and I feel like that's really held me back from traveling that easily as I see my friends from here traveling well Spain has always been on my card so that definitely is like a dream travel destination and not not because it's beautiful also because I have so many friends from Spain know so much about Spanish culture it feels like it'll be a pity if I never actually get to step on the land you should do it and I should take you to Spain um like this but to a thousand because I can also speak yeah (laughs) I'll have to like stop you and be like you did not just say that in English so please translate repeat (laughs) yeah oh god no worries we will move to Barcelona and you will come visit us all the time (laughs) No, no, that's bittersweet. I don't want you to move, but I also understand. I will, <laughs> I will meet you in Barcelona. Well, I think it's the time of goodbyes, Laura del Sadeus. That's a very beautiful song in, in Catalan. Wait, before <laughs> I forget, I wanted to recommend a Bollywood movie to you. Uh, it's called, <gasps> yeah, I'll send you yes! the link. It's called Zindagi na Meleki Babara, and it's literally about three friends. One of them is getting married, so they are going on a, like a bachelor holiday instead of a bachelor night Mm -hmm. and they take him to Spain and it literally shows the beauty of Spain through their eyes I will send you that That movie I think it's on Netflix it definitely was a tourism promotion because a lot of Indians after that traveled to Spain (laughs) to like live that life (laughs) so lovely oh thank you I don't have a movie for you but I've been looking for one now (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about that this was not a movie recommendation podcast. <laughs> but now I'm jealous and I want to recommend one okay. next well, time. Well, I would want to okay. hear more recommendations from our listeners. Um, if you've been traveling or if you have a travel book in mind or if, even when it's not about travel and it's just about different places, do let us know and do let us know if you like yeah. any of our recommendations. Send it to us. And actually, I did find this Spanish movie that I wanted to recommend. So please all go watch So My Grandma's a Lesbian on Netflix. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. OK, I'm going to watch that. Definitely. It's a very funny Spanish movie about a grandma being a lesbian. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, We really appreciate it. If you liked listening to us giggle and chat, please tell your friends about it. Please subscribe and rate and review our show. It would really help us with our ratings. Our energy today was a little bit hyper, so we hope that you were able to navigate with us. (laughs) (laughs) If you're an author, editor, publicist, uh, grandma of a writer or someone that just wants to be featured in our podcast just slide onto our dms everything is on our description so you can always find us there dm us on twitter as well thank you so much uh we'll see you next time thank you bye-bye